0: Welcome to Cannabis School. I'm your host, Jesse Angelus. And I'm Brandon Elder. And we're here to talk to you about everything pertaining to cannabis from vape, flour, edibles, strains,
1: and everything in between. We have a CBD, we have a THC gummy that you can ship, it's legal to mail. Yeah. Because okay. of the point three percent. So it's a ten milligram I have three products that we're that we're having delivered this week, right? Very they're cool. They're kindly MD gummies. And they're one of them is called Missy's Micros, which is uh designed for my sister who has colon cancer and who doesn't use cannabis enough. I think we talked about this before. You know, she's There's a lot of people who want to use cannabis, but they get high and then they get a little uncomfortable. And so they don't use it consistently. Mm -hmm. And, but there's not a lot of good products that are true, that are truly what you would consider what I would consider as a provider who teaches people how to use it a true medical product. So we designed a product that has. 60, I think it's 30 milligrams CBD, 15 milligrams CBG, CBC, CBDV, THCV, and six milligrams or per serving it's three milligrams of THC, delta nine THC, no delta eight. Yeah, that's Um, (laughs) So delta nine THC. so, So if you take a full gummy, it's six milligrams THC. So there's that that one. There's another one that's CBD, CBG, and THC. Ten milligrams per gummy oh, wow. of Delta Nine. So they're designed to be cut in half. But okay. as far as the as far as the way they're manufactured, they needed to be. uh It was just a cost thing where we couldn't we couldn't do twenty gummies. It was easier to just do ten and and double up the cannabinoids. So you cut them in half, but they're five milligrams of THC Delta nine per gummy or per serving. Yeah. 10 milligrams per gummy. And you can mail them. Wow. That's fantastic.
0: Yeah. That's but
1: we were talking about whether or not to bring this up because the reach, it, it may crush us your, I mean, your, your podcast, like, well, we have 3000 units.
0: No, but that actually is good. I mean, if you think about it from a marketing perspective, that's good. That's great. I mean if you sold out that would be amazing. Well sure. And that's great press on there so it's just like cool wins it back. And that's where we were thinking about like we we uh, I was telling Brandon about uh you've seen ads for Mood. Mhm. Yeah. And the way they talk about it they are a delta 8 product. Yeah.
1: And mm-hmm. so
0: when I saw that and they're like legal in all 50 states, uh bullshit that's <laughs> wrong
1: yeah that's wrong now as of December 1st 2022 they're illegal in Utah yeah
0: yeah so it's like okay you can't and and the way they talk about it like there's this woman and she's smoking a joint that's just hemp sprayed on with some Delta a uh, yeah and she's like yep that's right I can smoke cannabis out there because of the farm bill in 2018 I'm like whoa
1: whoa whoa you are. You misleading are misleading everybody that's, yeah I'll that's a little out. loose with the rules there totally
0: and and the way that they're pitching it i mean it's like her it's always like you know i'm a boss bitch what's right. up cannabis what's up it makes me stronger angrier and they're like well first of all you need <laughs> right.
1: to you wouldn't be acting that's this tequila way. yes yeah, right. <laughs> that's funny
0: but then they have this guy and he's like hey what are you doing to chill out me i ate this gummy 30 minutes ago and i'm like you're hurting again. What are you doing? The stigma that no. What are you doing? So, question: You have three products,
2: but you also have three like uh, close family members that kind of pushed you into cannabis. Are the other two products?
1: Oh, good question. So, no, Missy's Micros is the only one that's like named. Okay. For my sister Michelle, we call her Missy. You know, so so that's the that's that product, and then the other two are are a CBG blend. And a CBN blend, because we're because I'm new to this as far as like a product yeah. a design and and launch, I'm not. I don't know. Do you name them all? Do you not name them all? Do you you know? Do you do this? I don't know. We yeah. launched our Kindly MD brand, and so we so I I made them Kindly MD gummies. Now yeah. that's They're just Kindly really MD. recent
2: that Kindly MDs come out.
1: Oh yeah. I mean, this is, so this is really why we're, why we're here, right? Is to talk a lot about, well, I'm here and to talk about kind of MD. So yeah. we started out with, let me, let me do, give you the backstory. Yeah, Welcome to the podcast, I, right? Yeah. Yeah. So the backstory is, uh, 2020, early 2020, I started, I put my name on Google maps, downtown Salt Lake, Utah medical marijuana card clinic you know get your get your card started seeing patients with uh Marijuana.org. that's our that's our name yeah basically that's the billboards up in utah and that's who we are essentially saying if you want good information about medical cannabis in utah you can come through me you can come through our providers you can get good information we're not going to we're not going to bullshit you we're just going to give it to you straight but it not necessarily a card mill Either, some place where you can come talk, talk about your medicine. We're providers. We care about people, and we started seeing patients in twenty twenty. Then that grew to where now we're the largest provider of medical cannabis recommendations in Utah. We take care of fifteen thousand Utah of the sixty thousand Utah card members. We take care of about fifteen thousand of them. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, yeah, so you're twenty five percent of Utah's base. Basically, right. Yeah.
2: So, uh, w- well, and you won best medical cannabis doctor in Utah of twenty years. Yep. Yeah. Two years in a row. Wow. This this Solid.
1: year we won uh, best with the launch of Kindly. Uh, we won the best healthcare consultant. Of wow. 2022 in Salt Lake City. <laughs> take that, right? all take that, of those. <laughs> right? Take that, IHC. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so we do this. We, we had this, uh, we have a Utah or a, a YouTube channel called Discover Marijuana where, where we do, uh, I teamed up with a uh, bioanalytical chemist, Blake Smith, great guy who knows a lot about the pharma, pharmacokinetics of cannabis and wow. the synthetic cannabinoids. He, Designed and manufactured drugs for the pharmaceutical industry, and then had a daughter with a seizure disorder that really responded really well to a a blend of cannabinoids that were very specific that he researched and found, and so we did this Utah or this YouTube channel together, and we still put out about a, an episode a week um, on that. YouTube channel, Discover Marijuana. It's super cool. It's not Cheech and Chong. You know, it's a couple of middle aged white guys. Yeah, Yeah, Ah, but that's
0: better, uh, though. I mean, that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to change that story. Yeah. You know, I I recently was talking to an individual. She was saying, like, uh, the Delta 9 is a great way. And she was trying to pitch this to somebody else, saying, Delta 9 is a great way to not get into THC where you're like a mom at home and you can't even take care of your kids because you use cannabis. And I'm like, that's a misrepresentation. Why would you say that? Like yeah. cannabis users are like pill pop- pill poppers. Like we're just right. oh, I'm just I can't control myself. On I have never heard I anybody. I can't function
2: because I'm just like oh, I puffed on my pen as a parent. Mm-mm. Oh my gosh, my kid's talking.
1: There's what? a there's a study in Canada that uh that showed that cannabis users as parents were more attentive to their kids and like to play with them more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember the article was like uh weed makes you better parents. Yeah. Not worse parents. I Let's uh, measure that down. by how well, we did your did your kid get to school on time? Did your <laughs> yeah. kid mm-hmm. right like obey the rules? Did you obey the rules? Do you have a job? Like those are regular measures <laughs> of uh your ability to to uh Pro- provide function and take in, care in yes, yeah. society as a parent. Not did you smoke a little weed? You know,
2: yeah. Because here and there, you have kids. Yeah, you I have two have kids. kids. Jesse's got kids. I got a boatload of kids. Yeah, he just is better at hobbies than I am. So, mm. well. um, I have more diverse hobbies.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, but I get what you're saying. There, I, I, I actually, I have talked to so many different individuals, and they said, you know, I was always afraid of cannabis because I didn't want the stigma. My wife my wife still has the stigma. Like, you know, she's like I have been very upfront with my kids. It didn't go over the top with them, but it just said, Hey, look, you know, this is why I use this. And let me teach you about this plant and what it does for you. I give them C B D. Like they they know a lot about this plant. It was super funny. I I, uh my wife just she was like, I don't want I don't want my son knowing that I use this. I'm like, Mm -hmm. why not? Right. And, and she grew up within the Utah culture, very, you know, Mormon background. And so it was like, that was bad, right? They're still with Nancy Reagan, you know?
1: Yeah. We, my, my son recently had some kids over, boys and girls, they're, they're in junior high, right? We have the same type of thing. So we have a liquor cabinet where I don't keep it locked. I teach my kids, don't go drinking liquor, don't go drinking liquor right? And my son was much more worried about them seeing the liquor than he was them going into my office. And in my office, I have three huge blown up pictures uh, that Randall Lewis took that they're microscopic pictures of Bud, right? Yeah, (laughs) My favorite strains, Mad Max, Fatso, right? So yeah, yeah, the trichomes and everything. And I have the Discover Marijuana uh, poster and you know, this these types of things in my office. And I feel like it's pretty professional, but it's a yeah. new professional, right? Yeah. Um, destigmatized cannabis. And I asked him, Well, what about the office? He's like, Oh, I can explain that. That's what you do for work. This over here I can't explain. I can't explain the liquor cabinet to a bunch but I of Mormon ex- kids. To a bunch Utah. of Mormon kids. Yeah. Right. But yeah. I can explain medical marijuana to mm-hmm. them and I thought well maybe things are changing a little bit that's yeah,
0: okay I, I have been noticing that like as far as like with my son telling me about like has anybody ever talked to you about cannabis he's like uh, a couple people asked me to go vape with them I said what'd you say he goes no I'm I'm good he's like yeah. I don't do it and he goes oh you don't like people smoke he goes no my dad smokes cannabis so I'm fine with that he's like yeah, it's just, just I know that's bad right? and that's cool because it, it when I was growing up if somebody offered me that I'd be like cool kids want to hang out with me all right cool I'll right that now cigarette. it's just
1: peer pressure instead of now you're empowering your child with the knowledge of what to say yeah, yeah. Be- they have a why
0: well and the cool thing is i didn't teach him anything about it i just taught him about the properties of cannabis and why sure. tobacco is so bad for you right and, and and it comes from somebody well i was in the navy i smoked i smoked for seven years before i met my wife and i i would oh i was a casual smoker and then full-blown like i'm going through a pack a day like I, when I was in the Navy. I never got into it. Just I, cigarettes.
1: Unfortunately, I did myself too when I was, but I grew up in construction. Oh yeah. My family's, hand my in family hand. all smoked. I had to leave the industry. I feel like to, just to quit. Yeah. Is that what got you into medical? <laughs> no, what got me into medicine was losing my livelihood in 2008. Oh yeah. Cause oh. I owned a construction company that just, we, we borrowed and we were building homes for straw buyers, you know, the, the people who would have a job and they would go to the bank and oh, borrow yeah, money yeah. and then build a spec house. Mm-hmm. And we were building a bunch of those when the bank went under oh, and then man. shit just ran downhill. So I needed a job. So I went to work at the airport in 2010 and did concrete work and flat work concrete, owned my own business, just cash, you know, and- Uh, Then was considering like either going back to law school or going to nursing school, actually. Hmm. And so I was researching both. I got a job as a a EMT at the University of Utah ER and instantly knew that I wanted to be a PA and wanted to go that route, wanted to go into medicine. Um, started, Started volunteering and really building a resume to get into PA school. And then I then I lucked out and got into PA school. I figured in medicine, the very little chance you can be out of a job. Yeah, but I but I thought you know, I'm sure there's lawyers who get out of law school and don't get good jobs, so medicine seemed like the better way to go. Safe I've for turned her out. yeah. <laughs> I turned out it turned out awesome.
0: Yeah, my my brother in law is a PA. Uh, he works for uh, Wasatch Medical. Yeah, I think yeah uh, yeah yeah. And uh, I mean, same thing. He. He had a hard time being able to decide exactly what he wanted to do. But once he got involved, he was like, oh, yep, this is oh, it. Oh, yeah, this is awesome. And it's, a, I mean, for him, the way he talks about it, it's its its own addiction. You you love the problems that keep coming up. And mm-hmm. people, he works in a clinic, and so it's yeah. constant. So he's like, I love it. It's just something new every day. Yep. So. And
1: the people, it's really rewarding to see people change their life we have actually seen that with cannabis specifically. We do a lot of research on our patients. Um, we ask them questions when they come in. We we know what medications they're on, what medications they struggle with, what's their goals, how are they using cannabis, and then we track that over time. And we can show now that we have a 90% success rate. Within six months of somebody starting cannabis, our patients reduce the use of a medication by at least 10%. Yeah and 40% of our patients remove an entire medication within six uh, 6 months that's awesome so that data and how they're using cannabis and how they how that's interacting with their like their other medical choices was the catalyst towards launching from utahmarijuana.org to kindlymd.com or kindlymd which is this Look, it's hard to do a business when marijuana is in the name, right? Yeah. (laughs) And so you've got to move away from that to kind of legitimize in healthcare. So Kindly MD is is essentially that clinic. We manage medications. We prescribe what's needed. We get rid of what's not. We use whatever it takes to help the patient. Uh, If they want to get off medications, opioids specifically, we help them do that. And we have a therapist... The model is unique in that it allows people to use opioids and cannabis at the same time with education on both. Yeah. And then we pair what's called a BHC, a behavioral health consultant, and a prescriber to every visit. So you're not just getting prescription management, you're getting a little bit of targeted, like life therapy. Yeah which in the beginning people are a little resistant to in general but once you get used to it um
2: how many people just resist the idea of therapy in general so that's that, you know. that's exactly yeah.
1: right well, once you meet the bhc and it's only 15 minutes right like you don't have to spend your life we're not talking <laughs> about a full therapy session we're just You're not talking about like
0: your childhood here <laughs> yeah what what are you doing Tell me where what they can you it.
1: do yeah <laughs> which is just like, what can you do this week or this month, right? to make a difference in your pain? Mm-hmm. And that's it. That's all we're talking about. One thing. Yeah. And the outcomes are are awesome. So yeah, last year, 2022 was essentially growing and and launching that brand, which we switched over to in November and started seeing patients in December, last year with kindly md it's it's really fun
0: yeah i was gonna ask i mean it seems kind of interesting what it, is it uh, the age range as far as resistance towards being able to go down this path of having that yes so if there is an age range so i, I would am... I,
1: I would say so i mean like i i'm are younger people more open to it yes the younger they are, the more open to it. Yeah. Where Gen Z, no problem, the, right? Like they yeah. grew up with therapy. This is part of their this is part of their existence. Millennials, pretty open to it.
0: Gen yeah. X, like yeah. like
1: us, Mm-mm. we're a little bit like, eh, I don't Be- need your because shit. Because the, the
0: stigma is still there with them, yes. right? They think Cheech and Chong, they think yeah. of uh, they think of that guy. I mean, some of my favorite quotes on on cannabis and you know, they're talking about like Joe Rogue pot screwed up my bro my brother's life. He goes, "Uh no it didn't. Your brother's just an idiot. <laughs> if it wasn't pot, it would be scratch yeah. tickets and cheeseburgers that screwed up his life." So it's it, everybody wants to be able to point that and that's where a lot of Gen Xers like us, they they are like, you know, they're still imprinted with the propaganda, the fear-based everything. Like the the drug commercials got way better, right? Like that girl who's like you know, the cat starts talking to her. Or the dog starts talking to yep. her. Like, I wish you were a better person instead of you smoking pot. Right. And he leaves and they just go going like, I that chick's not on, those she's not smoking weed. That chick's on cocaine and sleeping pills. There's no way she'd be like, oh, my cat's talking to me. This sounds okay. <laughs> no, she's on that. What is it?
2: It's the legal version of weed that's terrible that they sell in um, all the shops. It's uh, Spice. Oh, oh yeah, the Spice. horrible Spice. Yeah. Yeah, like
0: makes people see shit. Well, then, and that's why I have a problem with Delta-8, because of the, the synthetic nature of it. And you
1: just don't quite know there. there is decent Delta-8, yes, right? There is decent Delta-8, but a garage chemist who's converting CBD to, to trying Delta to 8. get to Delta-9, let's not mistake, they're trying to get all the way right. to Delta-9, but Delta-9 is not as stable a chemical as Delta-8. You So you get to Delta-8, and that's a little easier... And then you just, you got to sell it because we have yeah. all this CBD in the market. Yeah. Oh, and it's just the- You don't the, quite know what you're getting. Well, exactly that because that's
0: when Brandon and I, even from the same batch, like a gummy, you don't know if it just came out of like whatever pile that was being created- and yeah, it's that's not true. just one specific plant. We're only dedicating these gummies for this one, mm-hmm. yeah. and it came in, from a, probably a mix of all sorts of different stuff. And so the effects are different each time. Where one time I'm like, "Hey, this isn't bad. This is pretty decent. I like it. Yeah. I feel calm." Next time, heart's racing. Uh, I'm I'm feeling jittery. I, I'm starting to get a headache, and I'm like, "This isn't cool." Yeah.
1: No, we've had we tend to we tend to not recommend people inhale Delta Eight we tend to recommend delta 8 when it's somebody who doesn't who wants a mix, right? There's some uh there's some plush gummies that Zion makes that are a mix of delta 8 delta 9. Good for GI issues. Yeah. You know, good for people who want to relax. Uh it's good uh manufacturer do you like the
2: experience?
1: I don't mind it um but I don't but I'm not a daytime delta 8 user at all.
2: Okay. So are you a daytime Delta nine user
1: at all? Oh, that's a good question. So the, actually the, we, we had talked a little earlier about the Missy's micros, these gummies that we're developing. Yeah. And that is the perfect daytime for me. Yeah. Three milligrams, THC, a good amount of CBD, CBG, uh, other cannabinoids like THCV, which is okay with the metabolism. Um, if you put all those things together, I'm a I'm I'm on board for daytime use. That works really really well for me, but I get a little um I get a little nervous in meetings when I have too much delta 9 and it is hard for me to pick the milligram that that occurs at. Yeah. So I tend not to use it. I tend to underuse delta 9 in the daytime because of that.
2: Well, it's safer than being overly anxious yeah. or not being able to focus. And it's not right? the
1: function mm-hmm. per se. It's the anxiousness. I just don't oh, like I, the anxiousness of it. Yeah. Like I'm not a sativa person. I, I freaking, and then I think you, you yeah, I'm a sativa. like that, right? Also, like you yeah. like sativas mm-hmm. and not no sativas for you, right? Or, or I never like so
0: often.
2: I prefer my Indicas, uh-huh. definitely. Yeah. But a middle
0: I, of the road, though, I think anyone can meet is a, a true hybrid. Yes. True hybrid's great. I mean, it's a good social strain where it's like, oh, okay, yeah. nobody's going to have right. a panic attack or nobody's just going to pass out and be couch locked. Like and I like
1: that, too. That, for me, is great. But even Jack Herrera, which isn't a oh. very... That's not a very strong strain Mm-mm. compared to some really high potency strains. Yeah. Jack Herrera, I'm paranoid out of my mind. I'm really, setting a timer on my watch, <laughs> man. I'm like, I, I waiting for. It I did in. not. I wasn't. Uh, I wasn't this anxious two hours ago. I'm gonna set a two hour timer. That's crazy. If I'm still this anxious, I'm calling my friend.
0: See, Jack you Herrera know. is one of my favorites. I, I, I would say the more I consume, the deeper I will get into my work. Uh, and I become super, but I I have a lot of I I have, I have moderate to high uh, higher ADHD, mm-hmm. and I can't focus on one thing at a time. I have a million ideas. I have dozens upon dozens of unfinished projects that I've worked on, yeah. and ideas that I'll come up with. And but when I smoke something like Jack Herrera, where it made you like uh I feel yeah. like my bones want to jump out of my skin. Yes, <laughs> I, I'm like just laser focused, and I'm so calm, and I'm happier than I've ever been. And I'll just sit there and write and create, and I'll get it done. But it, I think see, it has something and, see, to do an with ADHD. Indica
1: dominant hybrid for me is that experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no the, problem. I'm writing. I'm sleepy time. Yeah, I, I'm oh, in yeah. the zone.
2: Yeah, I. It really depends for mine. Mine's mostly pain, but uh-huh. I found that cannabis helps me with so many other aspects yeah. that I use it for more than just pain now. But I find that I can get that same focus with an indica or a sativa. It really just depends on me at the moment. Um, but yeah, I there are certain sativas that are just amazing for focus and getting stuff done. Yeah. But at the same time, there's certain indicas that are amazing for that too, because it really melts that pain away, which pulls me out of my back and lets me truly focus on it, Yeah, which is a whole different experience instead of just a sativa one that I'm like, man, I'm creative or I have all this, but I'm still like halfway in my back.
1: Yeah. You guys talk about this too, and you brought up a really good point where you're coming out of your pain and into focus. So for, this is what we found... With people in general, is that expectation that your pain is going to go away isn't real? Yeah. Right? Oh, people absolutely. Your pain didn't go away. <laughs> so wow. Well, but my pain didn't manage. go away, but it is easier to manage. And it brings you out of that so you yeah. can focus on stuff. That's why people are okay parents. Yeah. Because I mean, they're not worried about, about that other thing.
2: Well, and it's it, it that... makes me less grouchy too. I'm less likely 100%. to respond over something stupid and get frustrated because I'm not hurting as much or I'm not sitting in that pain. Mm-hmm. So I can be present and go what's really going on here? Like right. am I just reacting because I'm frustrated or I'm in pain right now? Right. Or is like is there something more here? And it's a lot easier to take a step back when you're not in that. And yeah, like you said cannabis especially as a parent, really helps you be present.
0: Yeah. And and the other side too, I, I really like what you said, because the pain is not going to go away. There's nothing that's no. going to take it away. And But the great part about cannabis is, is when we're talking about different strains, I know that if I have a lot of pain, I use indica, and I don't become sleepy. It takes care of my pain. Yeah, but I it feel... doesn't...
1: Isn't it interesting yeah. how cannabis, from a medicinal standpoint... I have a I have a bad back. It'll spasm out once every. It was a year ago, February, the last time it happened to me. Oh, I'm, it, I'm down yeah. three days in bed, Shit. but when you use cannabis for something acute like that, you gotta use a lot.
0: Yep. Oh yeah. <laughs> more than you thought you did. More than your average bear. Yeah. More yeah.
1: than your average bear. <laughs> right? Where where normally a 10 milligram gummy is like, that's great. That's the sweet of, spot. Yeah, right. When something bad like that is happening, we're talking 50 milligrams. We we jack the dose up way higher. Oh yeah. And and it is not making you sleepy. It's just or, or even feeling that stoned. Yeah, it it's like that filling the gap. Euphor- yeah.
2: So I did a trip across country a uh, year ago, and for me, that's twenty four hours of sitting in one position. That hurt. I was taking two hundred milligrams every two hours, and popping a pen. Totally functional. Didn't feel high. Didn't feel stoned in the slightest. Um. But it helped mitigate my pain to a certain level. Granted, I was also taking probably about 150 milligrams of CBD twice a day at the same time. Mm-hmm. But that's just the moments of.
0: But that's the great part of it because it doesn't fe- I mean, it's it's not the dangerous approach of gro- grabbing an opioid or even an overcounter, right? I mean, so many yeah. people not realizing taking so much acetaminophen. Or, or so much ibuprofen. Yeah, it's that just going to... And away. I used to do that. I had a screwed up gut for years because I was popping so much ibuprofen. Yeah. Because I was Like,
1: just, oh, is it 800 milligrams every four hours? Yeah. yeah. exactly. Right. Uh,
0: what time? And and I was in the uh, Navy. Just, in I'll the just mili- film more. In the military, you have two different doses of ibuprofen. You have civilian and military dose. So, you know, over there, well, more probably will help you easier, right? Right. And they give them... You know, instead of 800, they're giving 1600 milligrams at one time, not realizing the problems that they're just to their GI health uh, amongst a many other multitude. But using cannabis, I have used it less, and I mean, I use it like if it's an extreme bad headache, I'm usually going to a strain, and Mm. that's the cool part. I was telling Brandon, I feel like an apothecary sometimes. Like I should have some pointy. I know you've
1: got you've got your vape carts lined up. You're like, okay, no, focus. I, well, okay. He, maybe, he, as, maybe it's a, it's a, a sneak peek into what I've got. Yeah. You know, probably. you've got like uh focus, uh, relax, you know, a little bit of pain. Uh, this one makes me feel stupid yeah you're yeah. like i don't know what to do with this i just don't like it because it, it just makes me feel dumb you yeah give it to me <laughs> and, and i'll <laughs> his body you'll his, burn it da- you'll burn he, it he's down. like
0: the the back to the future too remember that card feed off of just anything yeah right yeah, that's brandon with any kind of candy he's like well it's all he just go needs to, pain. to
1: be in your downline yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can i be in your downline <laughs> Yeah. We are in. We are in the right county for downline, right? That oh, joke. Yeah, totally. was, that joke works <laughs> it's so in well. this. more oh, totally. This area more that than was anywhere also else. an issue
2: with one of the CBD sponsors is their basis and premise was they're like MLM, and I'm like, uh, I don't like that. It's hard. That, that has yeah, a dirty a hard... taste in my mouth. Yeah, and so that with like overpriced products and that, and then one of the people, I'm just like, I don't. I don't like your vibe. Like you truly give me this weird vibe of I don't feel like I trust you. And in cannabis, I feel like that's very much. And
0: like, there's a lot of them though. There's a lot of CBD MLMs that are starting to come out. Yeah. And there will be
1: more and more, I think, too. Oh yeah.
0: Well, I mean, I I like we I I've, I've talked to one just recently. They have a a fun product and it's it's delta 9. Um there's some parts of it I don't necessarily like, but Thinking about the, some of the things that you guys are, are developing right now, um, the the big thing for me is those microdoses are great for. That's a great bridge for people who are scared to get into cannabis. It's yeah. the
1: key thing between us and the dispensaries, or what we call them in Utah, the you pharmacies. know medical cannabis pharmacies. And we don't feel like we're competing with those folks because you can go down and buy, uh, you know, at the at the dispensary your your focus is just a little different and they don't have any products that are low dose like truly low dose right, or yeah. truly what I would consider as a medical professional medical. Yeah. Frankly. So you need the bridge, especially in a conservative place like Utah. Mm-hmm. Oh. We need a we need an introduction. I see so many patients that uh that come in and they just don't know where to get started. Mm-hmm. So we put videos out and we do flyers and pamphlets, how to find your just right dose. And then finally, we, we made a product. So now you can say, oh, here, this is exactly what to use. This is how to use it. And if you need more, then absolutely, we can do that too. But you just need some place to start. right? And it's, it is nice to know you can give it to your aunt and they don't need a card. That's, yeah. that's just a bonus on top. Um, and and it's so just, that reduces the stigma even from the be- even further. Yeah, because you don't it, have which is to have the a goal. medical card mm-hmm.
0: in order to take this no. in well, order to help.
1: Exactly. I, no, no. I, I'm
0: sorry. I just I, I just popped in my head that that is a real cannabis conversation because if I can microdose with you now, let's actually talk about it as opposed to you looking from the outside in going bad, bad, bad. But once you're experiencing it, like everybody I know that is truly able to have a microdose of THC, they're just like, oh, so this is what it feels like.
2: Well, it changes their perspective. So my yes. dad, um, we're going to have him on the show here shortly, but he's going to Germany to go get a back surgery in a couple of weeks. Oh, wow. He has five discs being fused and three replaced, And And uh, construction life, he grew uh-huh. up being a contractor and his dad and, you know, so on. So, um, he just has a lot of issues, but it finally, I went over to his house like a month, or two ago, and he had been taking edibles that I had made my grandma years ago for her chronic migraines that she had. Her dose was 15 milligrams.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: It's not a good place to start.
1: No, not and, usually. No, oh, and so I went over and I day. was like,
2: hey, so- How's your back? And he's like, oh, it's fine. But I've been starting to take THC. And I'm like, where are you getting that? And he's like, the chocolates from grandma. And I'm like, those are years old. And they're not your dose. Like, throw them away.
1: Yeah, we'll start someplace. You you should start. So
2: I got him a tincture. I made him a tincture. I'm like, this is specific for you. We're going to start at drops. you are going to start at three drops. See how that feels. Wait hours. After hours, it's fine. Take some more. And now he's using it every day, but he knows his dose. Yeah, talking he's about like, stacking, right? Yes.
1: Yeah, layering, doing... I, I love layering. I like stacking mm-hmm. different products. Well, and he
2: has another tincture that I gave him that's minor CBs. So CBD, CBN, CBG. And he's taking that as well yeah. with his three drops. Five. I think he's nine drops now. But even then, he can microdose and use his dose in something that is a better way to introduce a much healthier way to introduce and a much more medically specific specific of like if you take this at this dose at this time like there's not that you don't have that in these pens you don't have that in the no. the gummies even at the pharmacies here no there's no, no you, there no is there dose. isn't
1: really an algorithm in in for providers in medical schools and and residencies and and PAs and nurse practitioners, we want algorithms. PAs, nurse practitioners, we follow algorithms. We're taught follow the algorithm. If the algorithm doesn't fit, refer to a specialist. That's kind of our it's a lot of what we, what yeah. we learn as as PAs, right? Because we do 85% of what physicians do, but that 15% is refer to a specialist. Yeah, and eighty-five percent of the time, the algorithm works really well. Yeah. So, with cannabis, that because there's no algorithm, there's no starting dose, there's no product you can you can prescribe or recommend. It becomes really hard to get people over the fence, like you were talking about, where where you, we just need to start here. Just try this to start. You can trust the product. You can trust the formula. You can trust that it's not going to get you just stoned out of your mind. You yeah. can trust that it's mm-hmm. legal. It's okay. Now, there are always asterisks to that, right? Because if you take THC, you're going to fail a drug test if you happen to get hurt on the job. Yeah. So you need to know what you're getting into, and you need to be educated, but, but it's a good place to start.
2: But I think having that education yeah. also helps um, in having those conversations, even if you are hurt at work. Um, For sure. You know, like, hey... Yes, I'm not out smoking weed, but I do have this microdose that helps me focus. Um, It is legal, but you will find it in my system. And I think that's a lot of it is when you work with someone for a while, there should be some kind of relationship. Some
1: kind. If you're important enough to the company... Yeah, <laughs> they should have the conversation with you, right?
0: Well, and I, I'm seeing more now. There's less and less companies that are actually testing for THC, which oh, is I nice think so, for sure. because You're it's right. it, it with so many people having it readily available, it, it's almost ridiculous. Now, I do I read know somewhere some.
1: one in five Americans has used it within the past six months. Yeah, oh,
0: I'd believe that a, a
1: THC product. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: how do you continue to keep that? I mean, that it's yeah, like the last. That last, they're like hanging on, like, come on, this is why it's illegal. This is why, because you won't be able to keep your job, and it's just why, why, and and of course, I mean, we know why. There's there's multiple reasons why, but being able to break down that guard of there, this that's why microdosing is so I see very important. Like I have a lower tolerance, I can I can feel it, and the best thing I can say is I'm happy, I'm chilled out. If I'm stressed out, I'll take that. I. You know, Brandon's been with, I've, I've had to get off of, uh, antidepressants and anxiety medication twice. And this last time I knew more about the, the first time I got off it, I had no idea what I was doing. Right. I got a pen from Colorado and I just smoked that. And it made me feel a great to the point where I could get off my anxiety medications. And I got off Celexa and I was so happy about it because the side effects suck. And then later on, I'm on it again. And I had to tell him like, yeah, I'm taking this because I had a massive, it was during the pandemic and one card just kept stacking on another and it broke. And I broke as I was like, I can't even smoke cannabis right now. I can't take anything cannabis. It puts me in a full blown panic attack. Mm. So it's, but now knowing what we know and just like what you guys are doing, you're educating on a very micro level help you understand every part of the plant and what it does and the products that can be made, not just yeah. because it's fun, but it's convenience. And that's that's the thing that everybody wants right now, right? I want to feel better now. Yes. Well, cool. There's so many different types of products to be able to help you feel better, mm-hmm. not necessarily take away pain.
1: And then you want to take that and you want to use that as a pivot point to change your health long-term, yeah. to get mm-hmm. off the Celexa to stop drinking so much, right. to start exercising and lose a little weight, right? You you want, people really want results now. They want to feel something now. THC, cannabis products are good for that yeah. because they, they're effective in 10 minutes yeah. if you're using an <laughs> inhaled method, right? Yeah.
2: Or even like sublingual, you get tinctures that are like, yeah. you hold under your tongue. I'm five to 15 minutes, depending on the product that I can feel it. I'm like, okay, that's great. My CBD tinctures, I'm always holding under my tongue. Mm-hmm. Like, so you can do that and feel it
1: right now. And then you can, and then you use that. What's what we found that's interesting beyond that is cannabis is a great entry point to that discussion. You destigmatize it, but it isn't like it isn't actually the cannabis that makes the difference long term. No, it's the opening up of the mind that says, actually, I have control. I don't have to do it like I've been told to do. Hey,
2: thanks for tuning in. So we just cut the episode short to respect your time. If you want to catch the rest, go ahead and get the link below and finish it on Patreon.